Peace, party people. Welcome back to Where My Killer Tape At. And here's episode 128. I bring you a surprise guest that I told you I was going to bring y'all back in season one. But here he is now. And we're going to be focusing on Afghanistan and a bunch of other things. We're going to make some connections. Check it out. Peace. Peace party people, welcome back to Where My Killer Tape At, episode 128, um, and I got a treat for y'all. I've been trying to get this brother on my show since season one, here we are in season seven, and he's finally here. Um, y'all know him as my barber, um, and I call him Woke Dave, so that's going to be his name on the show. Um, peace, Woke Dave, what's up? How y'all doing out there? It's a pleasure. Is <laughs> <laughs> your family make it? Yo, um... Uh, I've known Woke Dave for a minute, like before he was cutting cutting our hair, and then a whole bunch of stuff happened, and then we linked up again, and then he started cutting our hair. During COVID, he's come by, he's done house calls. So um, I always wanted to know, I, I never, never ever asked this about you. Well, well, how did you get into, you know, you know, cutting hair? How did you get into that? Wow. I was, actually, I was about, I was seven years old. Bruh. Seven years old. Bruh. And I was, um. You know the, the straight the razors, yeah. The, the, the shaving razors. My dad had yeah. shaving razors, yeah. And so I didn't get a haircut for a long time. So I figured I can cut my own hair. So I shaved my hairline, and I shaved the part, the Larry Johnson part in the center of my head. Oh, okay. So you imagine? But it was supposed to be in the center of your head. Uh, <laughs> no, it's supposed to be in the center, but it was too wide. Oh, bro. And then my hairline was way like. Yeah, bro, that's yeah, that's cool. that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> so it was seven years old when I had the, the little passion and the courage to cut. It was myself. I was the crash dumb. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and let me just say this: if y'all don't if y'all don't know who Larry Johnson is, go back and Google him, and you'll see the guy because he he had that part. But that was a lot, a lot of people in the South had that part because right. he was from the South. So yeah, no. I was always wondering why. I was wondering because I never knew. Um, you know, you told me about your experience at barber school and all of that. So, um, here we go. So, we're going to bring you back and we're going to do a double review of Nas's King's Disease 1 and King's Disease 2. Just want to throw that out there for the people. All right. But I do want to talk about, and this is going to be a spoiler for those who haven't watched it. Um, on Disney Plus, Marvel has a show called What If? And it's based off of actually one of my favorite comic books. What if? And in it, they would ask questions like, what if the Phoenix had survived? You know, and then they'll tell you a story. Um, what I like about the Marvel Cinematic Universe's version is that it's very optimistic. It's very like, whereas the one in the comic book was always very dark and like the world universe was destroyed. Every time somebody made these kind of decisions. This episode two is, there's going to be two more episodes with Chadwick Boseman's voice in it. So this is be this will be his last performance. So... 
the, the episode they released last Wednesday, um, and it's called "What If um, T'Challa Became Star Lord." Um, so if you haven't watched it yet, you do have to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy one and two. You have to watch Avengers Endgame um, to kind of figure out what's going on because everybody that's in it in those movies are going to show up in here. Um, it's a wonderful tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman and his character T'Challa because tech, literally T'Challa saves the universe, like in every instance that he does. So in this version of reality, um, uh, what's his name? He he goes down Yandu. He comes to Earth and he sends somebody else to capture a Guardian of the Galaxy. And what was the next one? Guardians of the Two, one and two, and then Avengers Endgame. Okay, right because they introduced them. Anyway, in this in this one, um, they capture T'Challa. They take T'Challa, so they decide to keep him instead of turning bringing him back. Um, and they do not get uh, Peter Quill. So he becomes a member of the Ravagers. He saves the universe so many times. There's a lot of scenes that come from those movies that are different. Um, he actually, T'Challa actually convinces Thanos not to destroy half the universe. And Thanos becomes a member of the Ravagers and he's good. So it's real ill to watch all of that. It's really, really ill to see um, T'Challa working as this kind of savior of the universe. Question, is it is it is the, the movie, the show connected to the comic book? Yes and no. This is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so right. it's like separate, but it's 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 kind of like it's it's based off of the comic book. Now the comic book never had that question, but it had other questions like what if what if the symbiote took over Spider-Man? Okay. Or what if the Phoenix survived? Or all these different things that happened and somebody made a different decision. So it's based off of that premise. Right. But it's more optimistic. So again, it's a really dope episode. Um, I love the fact that the black man saves the universe. He's a better Star Lord than the original Star Lord. So the possibilities are endless. It's really dope. And you're gonna go in there. You're gonna be like, we watched it yesterday. Shout out to my Capoeira students. We had a barbecue yesterday, and we watched it. I said, y'all gotta watch it, and they were all like, yo, this is dope. So I just wanted to bring that up. Um, You have any questions for it? But I know I know it spoiled it for a lot of people. No. I don't have any questions. We're going to touch bases on that next week, too. Okay. All right. All right. Now, um, what we do want to talk about, we want to talk about um, the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Yes. Um, and I want to reference, um, and, and this this episode is called um, White Women's Burdens and Hairlines. I got the term White Women's Burden from Indy Samarajiva. I hope I'm saying his name right. Samarajiva. I'm going to put his, his article in the show links. So if you don't get it now, you can go to the show notes and pull up the link. Um, and he wrote a piece on Medium called The White Woman's Burning. And what happened is he's saying that a lot of white women are running around saying, but what about the women of Afghanistan, right? And his point is that it's never been about the women of Afghanistan. It's been about oppressing people, you know, men, and, women and children in Afghanistan. So um, what do you think about the withdrawal of U.S. troops in Afghanistan? Honestly. Um, I I really feel as if we shouldn't have been there in the first place. I agree. I agree. And um, the withdrawal, I agree with. But the thing I'm caught up on is um how, and I'm gonna see this. And I was I was happy you said that because one of my favorite radio station is the Fox. Fox Radio. Oh, okay. Know. Yeah. I Why? Know. I don't know. But I like to hear what their opinion. So on. you you hate listening is what you do. 
Yes. You hate listening. Yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you hate listening. <laughs> it's on Sean Hannity. I really ain't trying to give them no props. They making it as they're trying to protect the women. Yeah. Yeah. And I got threw off like, hold up now. How did the women get involved in this whole situation about protecting the whole Afghanistan people? Yeah. How did yeah. the just the women get involved? Now they have to now they have to cover their face again. Now they, they quoting stuff that they by 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 their spiritual law and by their spiritual I don't want to go into that, but yeah, that's, Taliban, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's their yeah. culture. Mm-hmm. But you know, that to cover their face. And I don't think, you know, I feel like this America, we should take care of our own business before we go dipping our nose in other people's business. So and I really that's a very strong subject. Boy. I mean, I mean it, it's it's. I don't even want to. It's funny because I was talking to I was talking to the homie Stephen Muhammad this weekend, and he got into that. So you know, he's Muslim. He got into the spiritual aspect. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to get into it. Get into it. Yeah. Um, um, even though, even though, even though, Islam is not native to Afghanistan culture. Right. You know, I don't. Even, but I don't want to go there. Right. Um, but what I will say is, you're right. We should have never been in the first place. And when I say that, I mean way back in the 1970s. Yes. When when uh, the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan, and we we trained the Mujahideen, the holy warriors, you know, Osama bin Laden, we trained them on how to fight against our the Soviets guns. with our guns. Yes, if you watch the movie Rambo Three, that's what it was about. Like Rambo Three, Rambo went back over there on horses, and they fought against Soviet tanks. Right? <laughs> so, and I, and it's funny because I talked about how, and I'm aging myself. Shout out to Immortal Technique because he put this on one of his albums. Um, there's a, a speech that Ronald Reagan did where he called Osama bin Laden, George Washington, and he compared the Mujahideen to revolutionary forces during the Revolutionary War. That that go you can look it up, go on YouTube, and he, he calls them he calls them he did George Washington and 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 you know the rebels like he, they, he refers to them now. This is Ronald Reagan now. This is, But then again, when you talk about Fox News, that's their boy. You know, Ronald Reagan is their boy. He's like their patron saint. So um, we trained them, and, you know, it's a blowback. Osama bin Laden is a blowback, right? Because um, we only needed them to fight against the Soviets. And then once the Soviets got out of there, which, 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 here's the science. Here's the deep part. Um the Viet- During the Vietnam War, the U.S. was getting its, with its, its uh, heroin, the poppy fields from Vietnam, yeah. right? And then when Vietnam collapsed, and Showtime. and uh, and the uh, which is depicted in that movie American Gangster, yeah. right? When they collapsed, the communists, the Vietnamese were like, "We're not doing that no more." Right. So they shut it down. So the U- the U.S. had to look at another place to get it, and that was in Afghanistan, yes. right? So when you see the collapse of Afghanistan. Um, you actually see the collapse of the heroin, yes. right? So when the Taliban came in there, they were like, we're not doing that no more. The Taliban shut that down. And so America and when, gets mad. When we invaded in 2001, we had two things happen. We had, you know, that war, the quote-unquote war on terrorism, which is really war on black and brown people. gas. Right? But then what happened? All of a sudden, we have an influx of heroin into the streets. Yes. Right? So... From the streets of Kandahar, which is a city in Afghanistan, named after Alexander, right? The Macedonian, who known as Alexander yeah, Great, right? Great. All the way to the streets of Dayton, Ohio. All the way to the streets of Ohio, where Ohio is the epicenter the of the opioid, one. opioid epidemic, right? So that's not 
by mistake. That's not by accident. No. You know what I'm saying? So I posit, I believe that when we withdraw and the Taliban comes back in, we're going to see the heroin epidemic dry out. Yeah. Because that supply is going to be gone. And we'll see probably more healthier people out here. And that's what probably that's the America don't want. <laughs> that's they, the hope. Yeah. yeah. They want people to be on drugs, strong out. Strong out, yep. So, you know. <clears throat> so that's that's all connected. Um, but, again, we shouldn't have been there in the no, 70s. Not at all. We shouldn't have came there in the 2000s. And, and yo, but it's been 20 years. Longer than that if it's 70. But, I mean, we Six had U.S. troops on the ground. We had U.S. troops on the ground. You know what I'm saying? You don't count Rambo, right? Okay. Rambo's like, <laughs> But two, 20 years, man. My my daughter is 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? And you know, so uh, I met a guy who actually came back from one of those one of those fights there. Yeah. And um, this was fresh. <laughs> he had just came home, and um, he was really psyched out. He was really he really lost his mind, and I feel like he lost his mind for nothing. Crazy, ain't it? Yeah. Like he really losing it, seeing people die. How many soldiers died in this twenty year war for nothing? You right. I, I want to say it's, I, I don't know the. I want to say it's five thousand. I want to say it's five, but I could be wrong. But I, 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 you know, like we need to focus on those that came back broken. Yeah. Right, the ones that saw Man, all these so things that go down, PTSD. Yes. Um, some who are actually strung out on yes. heroin. Right. Of those that were physically hurt, yes, and they had to be taken care of, and then just just the families that lost people, or yeah. the families that lost people that are here but they're not here, right? You know, and I think like that's why we should question why we should go to war because it's usually our brothers and sisters that yes. go out there, yes. um, and they get hurt or killed or they come back broken, you know. And I remember it's funny because I remember being a kid and like people coming back from Vietnam. Like, you know, I wasn't, I'm not that old, but I know, I knew people that had older siblings and uncles that went to Vietnam and they came back broken. Right. You know what I'm saying? That like they never were the same right. coming back from Vietnam. And like to see that happen again with the Iraq and Afghanistan right. wars, to see that, you know, you're like, wow, in real time, um, when we're having an opioid epidemic, we're having a pandemic. It's, it's you like know, a deja vu. The same thing happening again. Again, yeah. In this yeah. day. In this day, yeah. yeah. And, and I never thought... We would be here, but that's how U.S. foreign policy is, right? right? U.S. Right, foreign policy right. is to is to bomb the shit out of black and brown people yes. all over the world, um, and use our own people to do it. Kill, steal, and destroy. Yep. <laughs> and 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 for those people that feel like, because there are, there are people on our side who are saying, you know, if we pull out, Afghanistan is, is going to collapse. And what I say to them is, um, there there has to be a more sustainable way. To bring peace to different nations. Like, why do we always have to invade? You know? There has to be a more sustainable way of that. I feel like this. When we call go over there causing chaos, that's what bring chaos through within their community. Agreed. Agreed. Because you got two sides agreeing with America and you got a side agreeing with their their traditional, you know, and they're clashing. Now it's war between them two. Uh I always felt like this. If if we get out of their business, I'm sure they'll solve their own problems. Mm. Mm. I, I, I'm gonna take it a step further. Um, if we don't 
do the side, the backdoor dealings. The police and fake police. The, the back, because a lot of it is backdoor dealings, yeah. right? Like, like Afghanistan, again, we go fake, back to the Cold War. Fake money. Yeah, that the Cold War where we we supported one group against the other. Yeah. You know, same thing we did in Iraq. We supported right. one group against the other. Yes. And, and, and because we got involved through the back door, you know, it affects everyone 10 to 20 years later. They call it the fake guerrilla warfare. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, that's why it was called the Cold War, yeah. right? Because you weren't actually having boots on the ground. Yeah. You were getting other people to fight for us, right? And I think if we if we stop doing that, um, I think, you know, for future generations, they won't have these problems. No, not at all. You know, because every time we have a conflict, there's like, you could do the history and be like, oh, we were involved somehow yes. in X, Y, Z, you know? So, you know, a good example would be like Mexico, you know, like yes. we were always involved in their politics, backdoor politics, supporting certain people. We can go yeah. to Africa, too. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Same thing. Yep. Same thing. Yep. The gold export or the, the diamond, the diamond rush, the gold rush, the, the just the, the, we can keep going. Mm-hmm. The slave rush. Mm-hmm. They, that's what I saw. The, you come to realize the whole career, their whole career. Is just just destroying. Yeah, you right. You right. Just destroying. You right. And, and again, breaking peace. Yep. Everywhere they Everywhere go. go. Chaos. Any, yeah. Anywhere we we so called take ourselves policing and, and trying to make better, we destroy. Yep. That community is destroyed now because yep. we go in there policing. Same thing with uh, Brazil. We supposed to went over there and help Haiti. We supposed to win help Puerto Rico. We supposed to win help. Everywhere we supposedly supposed to help, it get drunk, strung out with drugs. Brazil is strung out with crack cocaine mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. How did crack get over there? I remember, I remember going to, <laughs> I remember going to Puerto Rico and, and they were selling crack. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did crack yeah. get over there? Yeah, yeah. How like, did they know? How yeah. how did crack get over there? Yep. Same way it came into our same, house. Yeah, same way it came into our Come on house. now, yeah. like it's just. Yep. Nah, they're just going around just destroying. It's and I know and I know that a couple of years ago, um, it was President Lula of Brazil who accused the United States of flooding this, their streets with guns. Right. Because there were military-issued guns, you know, in the streets. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they were like, how, how, these are not our guns. We don't make these guns here. Just like, you know, here. Like, we don't have machine gun factories no. in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, but somehow they show up in the hood. So, yep. So you're right. And... and, and I'm glad you said that because you could always parallel U.S. foreign policy to domestic policy. Yes. You know, <laughs> and the, the question is, which one came first? Right? You're always like, well, which one came first? Yeah. Right? Did that one come first or yeah. this one came first? Right? Because we, we we literally were like this, Brazil. Oh, just like yes. in the hoods. You know, we say Puerto Rico. Oh, just yeah. like in the hoods. Australia. You know? Like every, you can keep, yeah. we can just keep anywhere we police. Mm-hmm. "Quote unquote police." This is where the chaos is. Yeah. You right. You right. You right. You right. I'm so, saying we need to get ourselves. We need to get ourselves in order first. And when I'm, you say ourselves, like, who do you mean? America. Okay, America. Okay, us, the United okay. States. I live in here, so I gotta say us. Got you. Got you. And, and I'm glad you said that because I, you know, I talked about that as well. How like our government? It's our yeah, government. It's ours. You know, we, we pay here, for it. We yeah, pay for it. Yep. Where our taxes coming out? This yep. is ours. It's ours. Yeah. You we, right. we have every right to claim this. this you right. Yeah. You right. No, I agree with you 100. Yeah. Yeah. percent and, and I remember when I was at the African American Festival this weekend, and they had me on. You know, shout out to to, to Mr. Muhammad. 
he had me on his fireside chat. I brought that up, and he was like, "Oh," and I'm like, "No, it's it's us. Yeah, it's, it's, our, it's our government. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that we we all was out there no, pulling triggers, no, no. but we kind of had our hand in yes. it. You know, as much as we like to think we don't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Gregory said one quote. I'm quoting his quote. He said, um, "How can we uh, say we have nothing to do with any of these wars or anything when our taxes is paying for the bones getting dropped on yep. these innocent kids?" Yep. So you. He's right. He's right. right. No, Dick Gregory is yes. the, the late great Dick Gregory is right. Yeah, that was so powerful. He was. He that. was. Yeah. Yep. So anything we ain't got nowhere around, we still doing dirt because this is American. It's our money getting funded and flooded in some old war. That and and the politicians we vote for, they they're the ones signing yes. this stuff. This yes. because it's policy. Yes. They're approving it. They're yes. signing it. They're saying, okay, we're going to spend X amount of money. Yes, and it's yeah. our money. It's our money, yep. And, and people that we put in power, people yes. that we vote for. Yes. Because um, Democrats, too, are involved. You know what I'm saying? Democrats say, yes, let's do, let's bomb this, and let's do that. They do the same thing, too. And there's so. another key thing why I'm so happy that they were withdrawn is um, I have a, a family member that's in the Army now. Mm-hmm. He's just uh, listed. And if they would have actually sent troops over there he would have been one of the first so he's a different he's infantry he's an army yes. oh wow wow he would wow. have been the first he would have been yeah because they always send the fresh ones yes they always he's send the baby yeah so wow he would have been wow. and so you know it's one of my favorite cousins okay 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 little youngster don't you know trying to figure out life and, you know he chose to go out chose join the military gotcha you gotcha. know but if Side story, if it, if it was anything, I I would have took him joining the military to get him out of these streets. And and, and that's and that's why I joined the military. Like, yeah. I joined to get out of the hood. Like, yeah. um, And, you know, unfortunately, one of the biggest employers of black people, black and brown people, yeah. is so the military. military. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so, and then the McDonald's is like a close second. Like, so they like, have nowhere to run. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's been that way for a while. Yeah. Right? So, um, it's not. Um, so, that's why I don't begrudge anyone. Who joins the military? I just no. I just try to convince them not to do yeah, infantry. Yeah. I, mean, I don't do infantry. I do something else. Um, but I don't begrudge anybody. Yeah. I don't hold it against them. Um, and um, so you know, we a lot of us are trying to survive. Right. That's you know what I mean. Number one. So I don't. Again, I don't begrudge anyone. No. Um, I don't hold it against. And again, I was. I, I'm a veteran. I salute, so yeah. I salute yeah. the military. Honestly, okay. my dad was is a um, he's a veteran. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, my dad was, was in the military. He was military in the military bag. Yeah, I was. Oh, you was a brat, so your father was, he retired? Yeah. Oh. No, he didn't retire. Okay, 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 okay. He, um, AWOL. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Because he wanted to get out. Okay, yeah. oh, wow, yeah. oh, wow. So. Yeah, he was, um, he, I was born in, actually, I was born at Wright Pat. Oh, wow. I, I didn't was, know that. Yeah, I was born in a Wright military. Patterson Air Force yeah, Base. I was born okay. a yeah. military baby. Okay, I didn't know so, that, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got the, the good the good hospital yeah. stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. In the military at Wright Pat. I, I didn't know that. So I had to get my Social Security uh, card from Fair uh, Xenia. Oh, wow. That's right, because that would be in Green yes. County. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! That, that's nurse yeah. knew about Woke Dave all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, pops was in the military. He came right. home with it, and that—that's another thing about uh, military. I'm not down in. I'm just down in the, the process. I say this: they go to 
you go there as a, a different part. You go there as one person, come back as a yeah, yeah. They for sure they deprogram you to program you. Yeah, they and, and boot camp is specifically created. It's a process. It yes. breaks you down and they build you back build up. Build you back up to how yeah. they want you because they want you to be part yes. of the unit. They don't want you to think like an individual anymore. Right. So yeah, boot and they'll tell you that boot camp is right. made to break you down and build you back up. And, so and like, you literally come out of boot camp a different person. Right. My dad came home and. Uh, a different person. Mm-hmm. And he came home abusive. You know. Now, 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 let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Was he like frontline infantry? Yeah, he was in the army. Okay, so not yes. but so because because the reason why I say that is because he you could be in the line. army and not hold a gun at he all. Was, he was in frontline. Okay, all right. He was. Right. He was. He had. He was in. Actually, he was in charge of the uh, the tanks. Oh, he was in the tanks. Okay, he was okay. In the tanks. <laughs> yeah, he got all the pictures in the tanks and stuff. And he uh, he came back an um, alcoholic. And, see, my question, my question with that is, man, my, my question with that is, is because, and I'm not, I'm not questioning his experience or anything like that, right. because I know people who are alcoholics and abusive that never were in the military, right? You know what I'm saying? And and and, and in our community. Uh, who said it best? Um, um, who I was listening to? He was like, um, I come from a long line of alcoholic, alcoholics and cokeheads. And I'm like, right. shit, he's talking about me. Right. You know, I've come from a long line of alcohol, alcoholics and cokeheads. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and matter of fact, it, it, I'm going to say this right now. On my mom's side and my dad's side, I'm probably one of the few people who's not an alcoholic. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that was a product of his experience in the military or it's just we're products of our environment. I you know? think it was his environment. Okay. Okay. He was drinking before mm-hmm. then. Like he wasn't as violent. He didn't. He wasn't violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he became violent. I say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Abusive. Okay. Abusive. Rage. Mm-hmm. And and again, that's something that I that I've experienced in my family right. where I saw them. You know, day one I saw right. them like this, and they later became rage. Violent. Yeah, worse yeah. and worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know a lot of that has to do with the fact that we didn't have access to to medical care right. to get the help right. that we needed uh, when it comes to our mental health um, and we self-medicated right. through alcohol and that's what he done he yeah. uh, he spaz out he used to spaz out sometimes thank mm-hmm. you like he just start talking about your lip like just spaz out like, he'll really lose it like yeah and i used to really thought it was a joke but he was really losing it like and then he, he became abusive with my mom and stuff. And he was like beating her and stuff. And um, I think I, I was the one that like stopped it. I, I thank God for that. Okay. Just thank the yeah. Okay. Because um, I I try to I got tired one day and I try to fight him. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me. I said, "Don't hit my mom." And I think it's some. You know, everybody become get to a point where you you hear something. I mean, he heard my voice. That was the last time he put his hand on her. He came apologizing. Oh to wow! Me. He came oh, wow. apologizing to me. Wow! I call my dad a true man. He do a lot of crazy stuff, but he a true man. He come back apologizing, say he had never. This was I was six years old. Oh wow! Six years old. He said he had never do it again. I remember that to this day. Wow! Never. Wow. He said never do it again. He ain't never touched my mom again. So it's always about, like you say, it's about the the individual. 
Still up to the individual. Yeah, so they have to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. still have to, they still got to make that decision. Yeah. You can Ult- go to anywhere to military something. Still yeah. your decision. Ult- yep. Yeah. Yep. And I, I yeah, and I know I told you that. And I believe yeah. that you got to want to change. Yes. It's not. It's not even knowing better because I know people that don't know better, but right. they're like, you know what? I want to be different. Right. I want to be different yes. than what I know, and they figure it out. You got to ultimately know better, and I, right. I mean, you got to ultimately want to do better. And again, you. Ultimately, it's about making those decisions. Do I want to go left or right? You still have that, and um, but that's dope. That's dope. That's a good. Um, that's a dope story. Thank you for sharing. Like, I'm trying to stick to the program of why I don't. Why I'm against the military. People going to the military. I don't, I'm not against. I'm against the fighting for nothing. And I'm about to explain to you what the term that we use, right? Because right. I know people always be like, "Oh, Dan, oh, Dan, you a hypocrite." The military-industrial complex. Okay, I did right? that. I really, you know, yeah. and that was the first time we heard that wow. one was Eisenhower. Say that Pre- one more time. The military-industrial complex, right? Eisenhower was the first one to say it. He said it in the speech before he, he before he left as the president. He was like, "We need, we can't let the military-industrial complex grow to be what it is, right?" And and because it's being used not to defend, it's used to um, um, control resources, yeah, right? Sure. So, like we saw in Iraq, you know, we saw in Afghanistan, right? We, is, is to, to, we see in Africa now with AFRICOM, right? African right. Command. Like, it's to control resources for, not for the United States, no. for corporations, for right? Their gold, their um, riches and greed. And we saw when when, we, when, our, when the U.S. government invaded Iraq, you know, Bush got all his friends paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got all those contracts, right? He got all his homies paid. So it's it's like, it, it's... The war on terror. And that's what it is. So the military-industrial complex, and that's and that's what that's what happens. And we have... We have the biggest military on the planet. No one can fuck with us. Nobody. Nobody can fuck with us. So it's like we have we have such. It's crazy because we have technology that's the stuff of movies. And right? the, it and being as strong as is that our curse? Yeah, it's a curse. It's, it's definitely a curse. It's, it's definitely a curse. It is. It is. Man. it's definitely a curse. Wow. You know, and and uh, it's a scary thing. So yeah, I feel you. Scary. I don't begrudge nobody joining, yeah. but. You know what is our again? What is our foreign policy? Yes. Foreign policy is bomb the shit out of black and brown people. Yes, you know. And I feel like this: if we really, as the United States, really was the United States and really was trying to go to protect people, to help people, to really go and give to the hunger without giving and have to get something back out of it, yeah. if we was truly giving. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm all for the military. If we was really policing people coming in trying to destroy the, the, the weak, I'm all for it. But if we out there just policing just for our benefit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm totally, I'm totally against it. And, and here's my I'm thing. I'm against it. Yeah. I don't. Uh, and, and I'm glad you, you brought this up because we're going to parallel everything again. Right. right? Because. If, I'm not. A, I'm not a police abolitionist. Right. right? I'm. I, I'm a. I'm a prison. Abo- I'm a prison abolitionist. No, I take that back. I'm a police abolitionist. I'm. A, I am a prison abolitionist. Right. No. No. I'm a. <laughs> because some people need to be in prison. Some motherfuckers. Yeah. I know people that like yes. need to be in fucking yes. prison. Right. Thanks. Like R. Kelly need to stay in prison. Right. Yeah. Yes. So I'm yes. not a. Everybody around him should be in prison. Yeah. So I'm not a. I'm not a prison abolitionist. I'm a police abolitionist. Right. Right. But let's talk about defund the police. We also got to say defund the military. Yes. Because we spend way too much money. Way too much money on the military. And if we, 
And if we, the, you know, the U.S. government invested that much money oh. in diplomacy, you know, cultural diplomacy, political diplomacy, educational diplomacy, right? Then we probably wouldn't even see ninety percent of the partners that we see right. around the world right now. Right. Right. That Same was, thing with defunding nah, the police. Right. That was big. If, if you go to any city budget, the, the police budget is fucking huge. Yes. And everything else is smaller. If the military we just, is ten times. Yeah. Wide. <laughs> Why what, I didn't even think about what, that. What fifty-one cent of the wow. U.S. dollar goes to the U.S. taxpaying dollar goes to the military. Wow. Right. And when we talk about like welfare programs, it's only one percent of that tax dollar. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying expand. Well, I'm just saying, I'm not saying expand. Welfare is going to fix the problem. I'm just saying we spend way too much money on the military. Yes. And, I've, and, and I've worked for the federal government, and I've seen the budgets that they've had, right? And I remember, I remember when I worked for the Next Level. Shout out to Next Level. Um, shout out to um, the homie Brick House over at Red Bull. Um, shout out to the Mighty Zulu Kings, Red Bull. Shout out to the homie that won. I forgot his name. He won Red Bull World Champion, a brother. I'm trying to remember his name. He just won it. Anyway, um, 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 they they we contracted through the State Department, and we were cultural diplomats. We taught hip, we were hip hop diplomats, right. right? And I remember people asking me, "Well, how much did they pay you?" And I and I told them how much they paid. And it was like, "Oh my God, that's a lot of money. Why why are we wasting money on that?" And I'm like, "What they paid for my entire team, what they paid for my entire team, is like point zero 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 one percent." Oh, than man, what they man. pay for a fucking B1 bomber. Because a B1 bomber is like $750 million. Yes. Right? Which is, which is for the state of Ohio, that's the entire educational budget yes. for the state of Ohio. Yes. Right? $750 million for one fucking plane. Yes. Right? So I'm like... New books, computers. All that shit. Life, lifeline, internet. Yeah. <laughs> I just left a meeting. I just left a meeting where the person said at their school... The technology is eight to eight students to one laptop. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bro, that's ridiculous, it's right? Terrible. But here's the federal government spending one billion dollars, almost a billion dollars on a, a a one plane. On war. Uh, yeah, and it's just, oh my god, they said it was like twenty-one trillion dollars on this war in Afghanistan, right? You know how much? You know the it was the the um the World Health Organization said to end hunger. All we need is $50 billion. That's the black reparation uh, pay right there. The $21 trillion? Yeah, 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 yeah that is. That's reparation. Yeah, that's reparation. reparation for black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how that shit is all connected? Yeah. So when they be like, we ain't got no money, we be like, we got $21 trillion. Oh, nothing. Nothing. Oh, no. nothing. We, what are we using it for? Nothing. We just blew, we just blew shit up. For nothing. For nothing. Yeah. Money, money wasted. Yeah. Twenty-one. That's crazy. Bro. But y'all don't have no money. No, we got no money. Don't we? Don't then. This is the thing. Blacks. I'm gonna let it be known. Okay. We don't want money. Give us free education. Forty acres, like you promised. Okay. And the mule. But I want money, bro. I don't know about you. Like <laughs> I just said, we have forty acres. We don't need no money. You right? You need. You need. We don't need no money. We got forty acres. Now we in possession of land. Now. Okay. And that's where the wealth is. Land right? is what land is what matter in America. Yeah, that's where the wealth is. Yes. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. The the land. Yep. Who knows if I own a corner that matters? I can sell it to get my money then. You're right. No, you're right. Who said if I own a land that has an oil mine on it? You're right. You're right. So, you know, right. Yeah. give me my 40 acres and free education. 
And we can call it quits. We call it quits. We okay. can call it quits. I, li- I like that. I never heard I never heard that reparations bill put out like yes. that. We yeah. can call it, so quits. call it quits. Okay. 40 acres. I'll take the mule. You know why? Why? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> I'm glad and I know we're joking about it but it's all connected it really mm-hmm. if all this stuff is connected and again we talk they talk about how we don't got no money all right and yes y'all do got money yes sir. you know we spent all just to bomb sand yes you know and say, kill a bunch of, yes. Yes. say that one more time we, we spent all that money just to bomb sand bomb sand yep that's literally what we did testing bombs yep, yep. So, um, again, all connected. Anything else you want to add on to, to this discussion, even outside of Afghanistan? No. Okay. Never been. Ever. A little hysterical tidbit that I like to throw in because this, there's a city in, in Afghanistan called Kandahar, and it's named after Alexander the Macedonian. Wow. And Alexander, who's considered one of the best generals in history, right? Um, and actually, I, actually I, I, I will put him in the top five. I will put him in the top five, right? Um when he invaded Afghanistan, he said, we'll take over Afghanistan in three months. Yeah. No, he was there for three years. And the only reason why he got out of there was because he married somebody's daughter. Mm. And it was like a political alliance. And then he moved on. So he never really technically conquered Afghanistan. You know, so I don't know how we thought that we were going to do it, you know. Yeah. And we were going to beat the Taliban. If the Great couldn't do it, huh? Yeah, if Alexander the Great, some people still refer to him as Alexander the Macedonian. I think he was great. I think he conquered much of the world at age 33. That shit makes me fucking great, bro. Yeah, you know, good thing he died early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good thing his troops made him go back. Yes. Because his troops are like, we're not fighting no more. No. We're going back. And they made him turn around. Do you think they believe they would have lost if they kept going? Nah, they were just done. They were just, they were like, bro, we've been fighting for 10 years. We're done. We're fucking done, yo. We're done. It's a wrap. Let's go home. You know? So, yeah. Yep. He was sick. He, yeah, he was very sick. Yeah. He was sick. Yeah, he was sick. Now, when you say sick, what do you mean? Sick, he's out of his mind. He was okay. Mind. I mean, I mean, like. He had, to, he, had to, he had a thirst for blood. He was really bloodthirsty for conquering. He, he was really out to, to take over the world. And everybody. Talks about Hitler. Yeah. But talk about Alexandra. He did the same thing Hitler did uh, of his era. I, I, I don't. I don't think he did. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's the Hitler of his era. I don't think. I don't think he had a. I don't think he had an ideology that is akin to what the Nazis did. He, that wasn't his ideology. Europe's they stumped all over grounds, naming themselves uh, Egyptian names and stuff. Yeah, he did. I mean, he he did. He, I will admit that he, he had he, slaves. I, I everybody had slaves back. Then. Yeah, but I'm, that's almost I, and, like, and, I'm not, and I'm not justifying it. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. back then when you went to war, when you went to war, and if you was captured, he was a slave. He was a slave. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that it's right. But that's just how they operated back then. And I don't think we should. I don't think we should. Uh, uh, we uh, sugarcoat it, right? We shouldn't talk about. Okay, that. all right. I just you know, all right. You right. You right. But and at the same time, chattel slavery in the United States was different from yeah. the slavery practices back then. Yeah, okay. Again, not trying to justify any of that, but it's different because at least in that system, they allowed you to keep your name, your religion, yeah, you kept and all that. Identity. You kept all that stuff. You your your children were not slaves. No. You know, whereas in the chattel slavery. From this triangular slave trade, you were property, right. fully 
property. Yes. It took away your name, your religion, everything. your kids, stripped all you, that. It stripped you everything. everything. Yep. So yeah. Again, not trying to justify no, it, no, but just no. just saying that. And so yeah, I, I, that was me. My theory of who I figured Alexander was. Okay. That's who I figured. Okay. You know, that's just okay. my thought. I ain't and that's fine. And, 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 and what's dope? What's dope <laughs> about what's dope about Alexander is that. We have his writings still. You can still yes. read his stuff. Yes. And I, and yeah. Whereas when you look at other people, you're reading about them. Yeah. Not he. He has his own words of what he was doing. So yeah. But but and and, and then we can leave it at that. Yeah. I do think that you have to have you have to have some loose screws in your head to say I want to conquer the yeah, world. Like, like, yeah. You wrong. do. You do. You do. So yep. Yeah. yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. Yep. It, yep. <laughs> That's why I said. That's why I said he reminded me of the Hitler of that time okay. right. because his theory of wanting to take over the world. But he didn't have. He didn't have a. And then we gonna leave it on. He didn't have an ideology like the Nazis. The Nazis were like Aryan race is the top. That's it. Everybody else is at the bottom. We have to exterminate you think everybody. Napoleon think that like that. Well, he had different wives, so never mind. Yeah, you're right. Because mm -hmm. he had different wives of different cultures and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so, but I'm, you know, I'm glad that we can talk about, you know, I was, always, I was always interested in Afghanistan and its history. Right. And you know, at one time I didn't know that. I, I mean, I did know that he made it to India, but I didn't know that on the way he also went through Afghanistan. So, you know, yeah. the drill you dropped on me today was I didn't know that we went and helped in the seventies. Yeah. Again, go back and watch Rambo Three. That was huge. And then and I watched yeah. Rambo three, yeah. but I never it never dawned on. Yeah, it was in Afghanistan. Wow! Like, and then when you get a chance, everybody go on YouTube, put Reagan and Mujahideen, yeah, definitely. and you see. And I, the part is that I remember that speech as a kid, That's and I was right. like, "Who's he talking about?" This like George, because back then you didn't have like pictures of him. I was like, "Who's he talking about?" And it's like. The George Washington. He named it the George. He named that George Washington. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Now y'all want to kill him. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the crazy part. That's why I like, and I remember that. Shout out to Immortal Technique because on his album, I want to say it's Revolutionary Volume Two. He puts that speech in there. Right. Is he the Revolutionary Volume Two or the other one? What's his name? Immortal Technique. Oh, all, all his stuff is dope. Don't play him around the kiddies though. And wow. yeah, don't play him around. But he's he's dope. He cusses like I'm not gonna lie. When I drive the street listening to him, and old people pull up next to me, I turn them down because he's Immortal Technique. Immortal Technique. Yeah. And um, he had. I, I wish I still had the CD because and uh, that's when Bush was the president. Uh -huh. On his CD cover, when you opened it up, he had you know Bush and his cabinet. Oh, he had shot all of them. They were all like shot. In the, yeah, in the, in the White House, like yeah, it's good. This, this, this ain't got nothing to do with the conversation. But if, if anybody pay attention to uh, Boys in the Hood, right? Yeah, remember the kids was walking in. He said, "You want to see yeah. something?" Yeah, I seen something that I never paid attention when the boy walked up and saw Ronald Reagan's poster. Oh, I gotta go he back and see that. Stuck his middle finger up at Ronald Reagan. I gotta go back and see. Oh, that. you got to see. Yeah, that. I gotta go he back and see. Stuck his middle finger <laughs> up at Ronald Reagan. Like I said, wow, that's a that was a deep. That's, that's a deep. That was deep. That's deep. Yeah. That was during the that's time, deep. and that was during the eighties when they said drugs was polluting the the yeah the, the and that's neighbor. what was happening. Yes, that's what was happening. He yeah. Stuck his yeah. middle finger. Yeah. So shout out to um, the writer John Singleton. Of yes, John Singleton, the late great John yes. Singleton. Yeah. For that 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 statement right there, to let a kid acknowledge you did this. Here's the deep part. 
the TV show Snowfall, which John Singleton began to direct, right. is on FX and on Hulu. There's like a three-part story. There's the the you know Buddy Crack in the Hood mm-hmm. in, in South Central LA. Then there's a story of um, uh, this journalist who's trying to find out where the drugs is coming from, and then actual people in Central America who are funneling cocaine into the United States. Shout out to shout out to the late great John Singleton. It's a great show. It's a great show. I, I've only seen season one. I gotta go finish it up, right. but because he deals with all those stories, he's powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and so it's deep that you said that yes. because I didn't I didn't know that yeah, he stuck his middle finger up. But he's doing that story now. Yes. Well, we're talking about that, that was, opening. That was powerful. Yeah, he stuck like, his middle finger up at Ronald Reagan, then walked to where they was going. I said, I've never paid attention to that, man. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah, we, we covered yeah, we covered about yeah. we covered about two thousand years of history here yeah, we did. in a short amount of time. Yeah, we we shouted out cultural icons, yes. right? Right. Uh, we climbed about hairlines. So, um, anything else before we go? Um, just everybody, y'all, just stay blessed. And um, uh, this is one thing I I tell people. Um, this is saying that we always say. Back in the days, it was um, tell the kids, be seen, not heard. That is false. Listen to your kids. True indeed. True indeed. Talk to them. Let them tell you everything that they... It's it's good to have an open relationship with your kids because you never know what your kids going through. You never know what mental issue they going through, if they was molested. If you're telling your kid don't speak and you tell them to run and be quiet... You shutting down your, your the dreams. You shutting down conversations that you probably need to hear. And so I'm telling everybody, just be open with your kids, be open with yourself, and stay blessed. That was no, no, I, and I agree with you on that. Um, if you let your if you let your children speak, they're going to be honest with yes. you. Yes, yes. Um, I do it with my students, and they always tell me. They be like, yeah, yeah, Mr. R, I did punch him in his mouth. I'm yes. not gonna lie. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, cool. And then we'll we'll deal with that. Yes. We'll discuss that. So, but if I don't make them feel safe, they're right. not gonna tell right. me. They're not gonna tell us. And, and I think guard. exactly. But the kids are very honest. Yes. They're very, very honest. And shout out to my and you can shut that off. Yeah. Shout out to my students who who laughed at me when they found out I ordered shoes on Amazon. And it was like, <laughs> so shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Well, they clown me for I, that. I, yeah, I have yeah. To laugh at you too. <laughs> Gotta get a laugh. It was like what? Yeah, I never Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, they were like yeah. shoes. Yeah, shoes. Wow. Yeah. So, um, any shout outs before we go? I'd like to give a shout out to my mother. Okay, sure indeed. And my grandmother, the two strongest women's that to me on my face of my earth. Sure indeed. You know, two two women's that um man, I just you know. I just thank God for true women. No doubt. I just, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Shout out to moms and, and your old, the old earth and your grandma. True indeed. Yeah. Um, shout out to um, the Dayton Book and Wine Club. The book Dayton's Noir Book and Wine Club. We had we finally came back after the pandemic. We had a great time. We discussed The Vanishing Half by Brooke Bennett. A great book, by the way. Um, and it's about um, these twins. They're light-skinned, and one of them decides to pass for white. And the other one can't find the other sisters. Really deep. Really dope. We had a great discussion. Um, the new book that we're going to be doing for the month of September is The Other Black Girl by Zakia Harris. So I can't wait to do that one. Um, and we're going to be drinking wine on that. So shout out to them. Shout out to my Capoeira um, students. We had a great time yesterday. We had a great barbecue. Um, it was really dope. We got a chance to build, meet new students. 
Shout out to the homie Kahai from Japan who drives all the way from Kentucky to come up and do that. Um, and shout out to my new students. I got a new gig. I know I ain't talked about it before, um, but I got a, a, a bunch of new, a gang of new students, and they're really, really dope. Um, and, I, and with that, we're going to be out. Peace. There you have it. Another episode of Where My Killer Tape At. Um, if you want to book your mans for a workshop, whether it's capoeira, breaking, or you want me to talk about hip-hop culture, or being a black male feminist, um, hit me up on the website, omisbench.com, and bench is spelled B-E-N-C-H.com. If you just want to hit me up on the Twitters, you know where I'm at, um, at DanTresOmi, D-A-N-T-R-E-S-O-M-I. And the official Twitter for the show is Omis Podcast, that's O-M-I-S Podcast. Right. Um, you know, and if you want to continue the discussion, use the hashtag where my killer tape at killer spelled K-I-L-L-A. Yo, do me a solid, man. Support the show. You can subscribe, you know what I mean, for 99 cents a month, man. You could do that. Or if you, you know, if you big money, you could do five dollars a month. The link will be in the show notes. Or if you want to buy a present or you a coffee snob like myself, you could always buy a coffee mug, man. I'm trying to reach 100 mugs sold for the year 2021. I'm only at four. So please help a brother out. Word.